Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi, wa man ihtada bihudah, amma ba'd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an, he gives us an understanding of the value of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam towards the believer. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his value to us has been mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran. And if we were to ask how valuable and how beloved and how important is the Prophet ﷺ towards us, then Allah has answered this question for us. In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Nabiyu awla bil mu'minina min anfusihim. An Nabi, the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is more worthy to the believers, only the believers. The Prophet is more worthy to the believers than their own selves. This is the value of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam towards the mu'min. The Prophet ﷺ is more beloved to the mu'min than his own self. And this is what iman consists of. As the Prophet ﷺ said, none of you truly believes until I am more beloved to him than his father or his parents his children, and all of mankind, and even himself. But our Prophet ﷺ is more beloved to the believer than his own self. And we are constantly reminded of this, ya ikhwah, even in our salah, when we perform the tashahud, in our prayer, what do we say? We say, As-salamu alayka ayyuhan nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Then after that we say, As-salamu alayna. So even in our prayer, we begin the dua for an-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before we begin it for ourselves. So Allah is constantly reminding us of the value of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the heart of the mu'min. When you look into the lives of the companions, you will find that they truly implemented this. The Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, they were handpicked by Allah azza wa jal to be the ministers and the supporters of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam because Allah azza wa knew that this group of people 
the companions that they indeed will implement this. They will put Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before their own selves. And there's no doubt that they did. And there are many stories. And if we were to take just one of those companions, and we know without a doubt the famous Sahaba Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, no doubt that they would put the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before their own self. But tonight we'll shed some light on someone else. Not from the four giants as we call them, the four Khulafa al-Rashidin. One of the companions who was also from the Mubashirin al-Ashr, he was from the ten given glad tidings. He was a mountain himself by the name of Talha ibn Ubaidillah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Talha ibn Ubaidillah radiallahu ta'ala anhu was one of the companions that was given the glad tidings of Jannah from the ten. And there's no doubt in order for him to be given that, he had to be someone special. And Talha radiallahu anhu proved himself in numerous occasions to be someone who put Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before himself. And this was made clear in the battle of Uhud. During the battle of Uhud, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he reached the position where the mountain was to his back. And he was put in a position which was very difficult where the mushrikeen were very close and there was nothing but the mountain behind his back sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he had a few companions that were at the front line in front of him as a defense defending him from the arrows and the spears of the mushrikeen the companion that was right in front of him was talha radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and Talha ibn Ubaidillah made sure that he shielded the Prophet ﷺ with his own body. Does it get any greater than this? Absolutely not. And while Talha radiallahu ta'ala anhu was defending the Prophet ﷺ, he was saying to the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Rasulullah, stay behind me. Let it be my neck and not yours. This is how the Sahaba, and that's only one example of how they put the Prophet ﷺ before themselves. And he was there defending the Prophet ﷺ. Then the Prophet ﷺ wanted to retreat, to climb up and go a little bit higher. And there was a big stone. And the Prophet ﷺ was struggling to climb the stone. So again, who was there? Talha radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Talha went down and he allowed the Prophet ﷺ to step on his back in order to climb up and to reach safety. When Talha was on the floor and the Prophet ﷺ was using him as a step, the Prophet said about him, he said, Wajabat Talha. It has been made obligatory for Talha. What has been made obligatory? Paradise. Subhanallah, these men, my dear brothers, they lived for this deen. 
in defense of this deen, to bring honor to this deen. And this is what the Prophet ﷺ meant to them. And even though us today, we cannot do the same physically towards the Prophet ﷺ because he's passed away. But there's no doubt that we must still carry that same value in our hearts by upholding and practicing and spreading his sunnah. For you to have the Prophet ﷺ so valuable in your heart means that you put his words above the words of everyone else. You put his practice above the practice of everyone else. You work, you strive to be like him. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The companions were so special because the Prophet had that value in their hearts. So us, my dear brothers, we must follow the same in terms of honoring the Prophet. Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran He gives a command. And he says, do not raise your voices over the voice of the Prophet ﷺ. This verse came down because the Sahaba, some of them used to sometimes get carried away. And when the Prophet ﷺ would be speaking, some of them would speak and their voices will go above the voice of the Prophet ﷺ. So Allah revealed that voice. Do not raise your voices over the voice of the Prophet The ulama said this applies even up until today. Even though you physically cannot raise your voice over his voice, he's passed away. The scholars said this also includes raising a voice of opinion over his opinion. Giving preference to people's words over his words. You hear that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this and then you will find people saying yeah but this sheikh said such and such or my imam or my madhab or whatever it is said such and such. We cannot put words over the words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu when he was the khalifa he came across two men that were speaking loudly in the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were raising their voices in his mosque, in his masjid. And the Prophet was passed away. So Umar ibn al-Khattab got these two men. And from his wisdom, before jumping the gun as they say, he got them and he asked them, where are you from? So they said, we're from Ta'if which is an area outside. So Umar ibn al-Khattab said, okay. He told him, lower your voice. Because Allah says, do not raise your voices over the voice of the Prophet ﷺ. Meaning the Prophet ﷺ is here. He's buried here. Don't raise your voices near him. And then Umar said to them, I knew you were from outside of Medina. That's why he asked him where he is from. He said, if you were from the people of Medina, I would have punished you for it. But this was the honor that they had for Rasulullah And we, my brothers and sisters, have to carry that same 
love and respect and honor and you only do that by following the Prophet sallallahu sunnah making his sunnah your main objective in your life wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam